listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and it's Monday. It's a new week, and we are going to attack it. Chris, are you ready for the Monday slate? Because we've got some big arms on there tonight, and maybe, just maybe, we're going to start to go against some of them as well, because I know I got a handful that I'm liking tonight on the maybe lesser uh, tier in terms of pitchers who are going against some aces today. Yeah, there's oh – man, there's a ton of studs. Happy Monday to everybody, and welcome to a strong pitching slate tonight. Garrett oh. Cole, Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, Blake Snell. That's in the top tier. And then obviously you got some value there with Bueller and Paddock and Hamels. We can go even lower than that, Joe, if we want. And the, and the line start chat, it's active this morning. I, I sent a message. I said, what are we doing here for this pitching slate tonight? Lots of studs. And early on I got some responses just now, actually, seconds ago. DeGrom, easy. Easy. Yeah, well, I'm going to make if somebody watches enough Mets games. I'm going to talk <laughs> about that one a little bit later on there again. But, yes, look, this is going to be a really fun night at DFS for sure. But, of course, we always like to go back and take a look at what's going on. Look, Friday, the weekend started off rough. Freaking Gossman gets thrown out of that game. Oh, and Musgrove has his first implosion of the year. Where Who saw that coming? I didn't, that's for sure. Uh, just miserable. I was miserable Friday. I apologize if you are miserable Friday. You can put it on. Uh, I mean, it was it was like everything that looked like it was a really good opportunity just disappeared. However, we made up for it on the weekend, including Domingo Herman and his start. That was definitely a W for us here. So we got back in the column there with that one. That was a great call uh, here by you and I on the show on the weekend edition. Uh, you saw Christian Yelich get back in the lineup. That's a positive. You saw Verlander be dominant as we anticipated him being. You see that Houston lineup really starting to come together again. Lots of dingers. Everybody likes Mexico. Oh, yeah. Alex Bregman loves it down there. He should just move there. <laughs> yeah. Does he ever? I mean, yeah, he enters today with a three-game home run streak for that span. He hit a league-high five in week six of, you know, the fantasy baseball season. So it's been a, a big week for him. You're right about Friday. Friday was just crazy, man. Like, we had the Giants and the Reds. I think they ranked, like, 26th and 27th in scoring heading into that game. And then they combined for, like, 23 runs. Yeah, like, 23 like, runs, what yeah. What's going on there? And look, it's good because the Reds lineup woke up, too. Y'all sure. We had a good weekend. You saw Nick Senzel come up and uh, all of those things so that's a positive we've been on that red strain for a while now trying to keep buying for the explosion it came i think it was going to come along with the giants but right. who cares we came yeah. we got one more game with them today it's an afternoon game but nobody cares about that so we're not going to talk too much about it also jose quintana another solid quiet start for him this one against um the cardinals too so it's no slouch lineup there Another W. He's now four and one. So this is another guy that we've kind of been on lately. Chris Bryant going yard in that game too. Big Somebody positive. We've been yeah. on. Big positive there. Fran Mill continues to just crush the ball. And look, Sunday was everything. You know, we tro- <laughs> we trolled Michael Pineda, which is yep. the right thing to do. Yep. We were all over that one. So Sunday and Saturday were much better. Friday stuff. It was, it was tough. It was. I was mad. I was mad <laughs> about Joe Musgrove, and then I was even more angry about Gossman because I looked and I go. 
what what inning inning in two thirds what the hell happened to get hurt oh no and then it's one thing to get hurt chris it's another thing to get thrown out of the game that pissed me right off yeah you wonder what the game plan was there if they knew heading in that he was just gonna throw behind your arena right away and get tossed if that's the case then throw somebody else to the hill because gossman's a, a pretty good pitcher from Isn't the that what openers are for right I mean, exactly freaking I, openers go throw some jabroni <laughs> out there and let him hit a guy and then he's out of the game and it doesn't matter yeah oh, and, I, and i can't say that urena was ever trying to hit anybody when he pitches because he's just not that good sucks. of a pitcher anyways he has no accuracy or command at all but yeah from a betting standpoint it was okay like you know we keep talking about hammering the red Sox by two the astros by two the braves by two just to increase your odds and and that happened all weekend right you mentioned houston and the run support that they they gave their pitchers i mean they scored 24 runs in the two game series against the angels uh, the braves had their way with, with uh, miami with the sweep and then the red Sox bats obviously woke up as well i mean you mentioned uh, Chavez and I mean this guy is just destroyed. yeah Michael Chavez is, is you know Chavez has just been awesome Chavez yeah he he really has and, and nobody's gonna take his spot in the lineup right I mean when I don't know Nunez came back and Pedroia is nothing I don't think so but it's one of those things in season long if somebody's gonna overpay if he starts going Especially down for Red Sox too. yeah I just I kind of I, I just concerned I think the the powers for real the batting averages of I'm not no. exactly sure about so I, I feel like if someone's going to overpay you right now in a redraft league, you you, you do it. You yeah. entertain it for sure because if he goes down from playing six games a week to four or five, that's a yeah. difference. But again, DFS, that's a whole other can of worms, and we're going to right. open that can and uh, hopefully a can of whoop ass along with it. And we're going to start with the six <laughs> ten game, which is Trevor Bauer, uh, our our favorite rapper in Major League Baseball uh, <laughs> over there, and obviously. <laughs> Uh, if you're playing in the DraftKings side, he's not going to be available for you because of the 6 o'clock start. But on the FanDuel side, depending on how you play, he is. He's going up against the White Sox here. Great matchup for him. Lots of strikeouts. Very simple. This lineup continues to meander and just be bad. I mean, they just they didn't do a good enough job filling the gap of Edwin Encarnacion in this lineup. And it just shows Carlos Santana's been decent. But, you know, if they had a Carlos Santana to the lineup with Encarnacion, it would have been good. It's just it's just. Yeah, you know, Carlos Gonzalez has done nothing, really. Does he no, he up? hasn't. Uh, you know, Bauer's done nothing. Kipnis, we all know what he is at this point. It's just it's just kind of a meh lineup. But yeah. I want to move on to the next game right away because it's Felix Hernandez against Sabathia. Remember when 10 years ago this was, like, really exciting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This would be primetime Monday Night Baseball, King Felix up against CC. But, yeah, times have changed, Joe. These two They have. They have. Well, I'm going to bring up a little point here because Felix Hernandez quietly has put – together pretty decent back-to-back outings here and i don't like you know go crazy but 16 strikeouts in his last two outings uh in 13 innings now he's got a loss in one of them uh but look overall i'm I'm just saying like if you're looking to go really off the board here he's just 7.3 and you could go up there's a lot of offenses boston tonight's going to be one of those offenses Uh, a few other ones are going to pop up as we go on through the show but I'm not saying it's a great one, but I'm saying if you're looking to play tournament tonight, considering that, you know, the, the Yankees still are the Yankees here, the bottom of the order, still that bottom of the order. Sabathia mm-hmm. is going to be limited. I kind of, I wonder maybe, could we possibly be getting a little Felix Hernandez Renaissance here? 
I mean, back-to-back outings with eight Ks is back-to-back outings with eight Ks. Yeah, it's obviously, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, 8.33 K per nine is the highest mark he's had since 2015, right? He's not obviously not the same strikeout pitcher, but that's encouraging. He's not walking anybody. 1.15 walks per nine. That's a career best mark right now for him. I know a small sample size, only 31 innings, and he's keeping the ball on the ground 52% of the time. So that's what you want from an opposing pitcher heading to Yankee Stadium. So he checks a lot of those boxes. And on the flip side, he's probably going to get some run support because his Mariners team, they've been pretty good this season against lefties. Um, You know, they have Hanniger, Tim Beckham. These guys are in the top seven against lefties so far this season in terms of Woba and average. They're both just destroying. D. Gordon is another guy who's kind of found his way. I know he's probably not going to hit leadoff today, but he did over the weekend. So these are some guys. Edwin's had, you know, a long – He's a good yeah, resume, actually. Because I feel like, you know, if if you are going up for one of those big pitchers tonight and they're going to be expensive, they're all over that 10K range. If you are going to go that route, then a guy like Felix Hernandez, I think is kind of – as much as you get a responsible guy in the 7K range on DraftKings, I think it's kind of responsible tonight. Like, I don't think it's going to be terrible. I think it's a multi-entry kind of play, that's for sure. Right. It's not my only lineup. Yeah. But I can understand if you want to get some more offense because I think you're going to need it tonight that Felix Hernandez is under consideration considering the streak he's been on. And we always like to talk, it's a game of streaks. And even if you don't want him in season long and, you know, one off here might not be so bad. I know the, the ballpark factor stuff. I get that, but you know, I, I just feel like the guy's on a little bit of run right now. And it'd be, it'd be a good story too, to get Felix Hernandez back because this was one of the best pitchers in baseball for quite some time, a while, a young winner and just, Fell off the map, man. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he really did fall off the map. Right around that time, he had that perfect game. It was just shortly after that, he started losing velocity and, and was getting hit hard. And Again, not striking a lot of people out. But, yeah, I, I can get behind that, Joe, in, in a tournament. If you're getting in there early, I think you'd have to do it on FanDuel to get these early games in, the, the 635s and, you know, the, the, the Cleveland White Sox one. But, yeah, I can get behind it for sure. All right, Josh Smith at 4K for the Red Sox tonight, by the way. <laughs> what do you think that does to a slate like this? <laughs> well, I mean, he's only pitched one inning this year, right? So, like, how many, How long is he going to go today? I don't know. Probably not going to get you five innings. Probably not, but I just wonder, like, who – I wonder what the ownership is on him just because of the price. of people going, you know what, I'm going to go crazy today. It would just, be crazy contrary to do something like that. Spend $4,000 on DraftKings for Josh Smith and just load up on bats and avoid all these top pitchers. I mean, if you're a big-time multi-entry, I mean, I like to get nuts with my tournament plays. I mean, that would fit the bill. Yeah, and Hernandez, by the way, 6.7 on FanDuel. is a very cheap there. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't again, single pitcher, not so much. As a secondary pitcher on the DraftKings and a tournament side, I think there's some there's some life there. Uh, Josh Smith is 5.5 going against John Means on the FanDuel side there. But look, I, I am absolutely loving this Red Sox lineup tonight against Means. That especially means Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez, uh, even Xander to a certain extent to uh, Chavis is 4K. So Chavis, Bogarts, 4K, 4.3 for J.D., 4.4 for Mookie Betts. That's the FanDuel pricing for those guys. And on the DraftKings side, obviously, you got to pay a little bit more. But still, we haven't gotten quite the J.D. Martinez explosion. I, I mean, I'm looking for it here in, in this ballpark against the lefty. I mean, why not? I mean, it's just, it's just time. It's a little overdue 
for the Betts and Martinez show to kind of kick off and have an insane game. And I think this is where it starts the next couple of days. Yeah, both of them are starting to heat up a little bit. I know Mookie hit a home run last yeah, week. It's and, like and, little pieces. Like yeah, they it's good, pieces. They haven't had that, oh, my God, is that, that you know, that 50-point game or something. And you go, yay, and everyone, you know, runs around, the does laps and stuff. Yeah, and and we had J.D. I think I had J.D. as a home run call on Friday. He had, like, three singles. It's like, I can't complain. I mean, he's getting on base to score and runs. But his price is, is now where it should be at least, you know, 5-1 on DK. It was crazy there on Friday. I think it was 4-4. Four, four. Um, but Chavis is still a decent value play over on FanDuel. He's moving up the lineup. What I noticed about him is why I said maybe he just stays in the lineup a little bit is because Nunez came back and still played. They moved Chavis over to first base. He can play some second, play some third. So I just think he gets himself in there over guys like Mitch Moreland or Steve Pierce moving forward. But nonetheless, he's still a value on FanDuel. Raphael Devers is, as well, 3-7. So, and if you're playing on FanDuel, I mean, but Ben Attendee at 3-8, I know he's been quiet as well, but he sets the table for these guys. So continue to hammer the Red Sox guys. I mean, get them on the team implied total. Five runs is, is all they need to get for you to win that parlay. And then if you want to pick them by two, just increase your odds right now. They're minus 165 favorites. You pick them by two, you're one, minus 115, you're laughing. All right, Stroman and Perez lock up here in Toronto. Uh, Perez is 6.6, Stroman 8.0. And look, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is hitting the ball well right now. Uh, You know, maybe he's not getting the gaudy numbers that you want attached to it that people were very excited about, but that comes in time. Right now, it's it's what do you see. And what I'm seeing right now is a guy who's starting to hit the ball, starting to get a little comfortable, starting to get things in the right pattern there. He had a couple hits over the weekend. That's a good thing. He was 0 for on Sunday, but still, he's hitting the ball hard. You're he's finding a way to get on base too. If, yeah, he's, he's he's walking. He's doing everything you want him to do right now. And I think this, you know, matchup against Martin Perez and the pricing at three point nine for Guerrero on a night where I'm not loving the position. I have I have Vladimir Guerrero shares this morning. I can tell you right that in lineups already. I just feel like Guerrero is a really good value at three point nine. Uh, I think there's upside there, and especially against Perez, who historically – look, I know he's been better this year, but he's historically been very hittable, so I'm going to take my shot there. And on the other side, too, Polanco's a guy who's a little falling back to price. Uh, even a Marwin Gonzalez, who's probably going to be in this lineup tonight, just 3.1. Stroman coming off an, uh, a bad start, you know, just three innings in his last start there, very inefficient. So, you know, Stroman's one of those guys, very inconsistent. I think I take a couple shots in this game with Polanco, with Gonzalez, and with Vlad Guerrero. Yeah, I mean, he gives up a lot of contact, doesn't strike a lot of guys out. So, I mean, this year he has, but that's not really like him. I think he took advantage of a couple weaker lineups early on mm-hmm. in the season. So, yeah, I can get behind both those. Vlad, for sure. I mean, it's only a matter of time. I wonder what the ownership's going to – obviously, the first week that he was up, the ownership was crazy. It was through the roof, and I think a lot of people maybe have fallen back. They're, they're uneasy. You know, recency bias is so crazy. You know, he was, it was a sell-high candidate in the first week. Now he's a buy-low candidate really is because some people are just wondering about him I think it's a good good opportunity to jump all over him I thought about when I first opened up this slate pitching slate I thought about Perez as a value and I said I can't do it but you know he he probably will rack up some strikeouts against the Jays um he's someone to consider maybe again as a second pitcher with cheap but uh, all right so who do you like better you like Perez tonight better or somebody like Felix Hernandez um thousand dollar difference for the two of them I think, honestly, I would go with Perez. Um, That's fair. I think that's fair. Just for, you know, a little bit of a strikeout upside, a slightly weaker lineup, but I I do like your call on Vlad. I think it's coming. I think now is the time to be on Vlad. This is the second run for him at home, too, which I think is going to be good. And I think uh, think we're going to start to see the Vlad that everybody anticipated. I saw him over the weekend just hit a shot 
on one of those hits he had. And I was like, hard yeah, contact. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hard contact through the hole. And I was like, okay, that's what you need. Sometimes you just need that, that hard base hit and, you know, exactly. get going a little bit. All right. Merrill Kelly's going to take on Blake Snell, who's 9.7 on the DraftKings side tonight. Uh, no worry about obviously weather in this one because it's in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but looking at this, it's it's the usual suspects on the Rays side here. Merrill Kelly is clearly not somebody you're intimidated by. The lows and the lows of the world have continued to produce, and that's what you want. Uh, and look, Blake Snell is a little bit cheaper than some of the other guys, so I feel like if you're having trouble in cash games getting there, Snell is a little bit cheaper. I Kendall Marte has been brilliant, but I think that. You know, he hasn't faced Blake Snell. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna, you know, it's one thing in Colorado. It's another thing for Ever Travel. And Snell's basically the same price on either side. 9.9 on DraftKings. Excuse me, on FanDuel and 9.7 on the uh, DK side. I was going to ask you what you thought about some of these Diamondbacks. Obviously, they just went into Colorado and had uh, a ton of success. But this is going to be a true test for some of the the guys in their team that have just yeah. crushed lefties so far. This well, you know, I, I love Wilmer Flores against lefties, but notice how I'm kind of silent here about Wilmer yes. tonight. So I wonder, yeah, because um, obviously Eduardo Escobar, I mean, 486, Wilbur, he's got three home runs. Yeah. That's a top 10. Marte's got five home runs, league high, five home runs against lefties. He's got a top 10 Wilbur as well last year, three average nine homers uh, Ahmed's got a 421 average a 47 like a lot of these guys in this lineup they've destroyed lefties this year and I wonder if they're just gonna be really chalking I think that could be a trap and it could be a mistake because obviously we know Blake Snell is he's not like every lefty he's, he's got a high strikeout ceiling he can mow yeah. down guys so I think it could be actually honestly be a contrarian play to play Snell which is crazy to me but I just feel like a lot of people seeing what Arizona did this weekend and in Colorado and all the buzz that Marte and Escobar and Flores is getting Christian Walker. And a they lot deserve of it. I mean, they've, they've created that buzz. I mean, uh, I've, I've written about Kettle Marte all off season. Uh, even so I didn't think he'd be this good. He's got nine oh. home runs on the year already, Chris. And all he's got to do is hit three every month, the rest of the way going. And he's at 25. Amazing. He told me he was going to be a 25, 10 guy. I would have said you're drunk, Yeah, no but a 15 and 10 is what I was hoping for. And he's already, you know, he's, there. he's, he's basically died. there. So, I mean, he is basically there. Now, this next one I think gets a little tricky because, uh, look, no one's going to ever doubt Max Scherzer's ability here. He's, he's Max Scherzer, but he's going to Milwaukee. You got Yelich back in that lineup who just came back and is healthy and went yard on Sunday because that's what he does in Milwaukee. The guy just – he's an absolute terror at home. And you know the strikeouts are going to be there for Scherzer and all that, but this lineup still not great. This lineup with terms of scoring runs and, and in terms of Milwaukee, I know, look, Travis Shaw struggled mightily. I think it's going to, you know, we just saw Keston Hero hit his eighth home run, I think it was, in AAA. And I would not be shocked if you see something happen where Hira comes up and either plays a little third base or starts playing second base. Mustakis moves over to third and Shaw's the odd man out here. I really think that that's, that's a distinct possibility because Shaw's been that bad. And I don't think they're going to wait. I just, you see Ryan Braun drop in this lineup. Right. Them not afraid to take uh, Jesus Aguilar out of this lineup. No. But it's it's the ballpark factor for me a little bit with Scherzer. I, I don't know. I mean. No, you're right to, you're right to be skeptical. You, you are. He's my fade. He's my top. He's my fade in terms of the top pitchers on the board. I feel tonight. like had he been the only guy, it wouldn't be the case. But right, yeah. I mean, options, I, I kind of am less intrigued by him tonight. Yeah, there's just so many studs. And, you know, Scherzer has been great, obviously, to strike out 62 and 46 innings. But, you know, if there's one knock on him, it's, it's the fact that he gives up home runs. He really does. I mean, he's given up four 
home runs this season. He's faced some, you know, last week against St. Louis, you know, he, he ended up being okay, but he got himself into some trouble. A couple walks, he gave up eight hits and three earned runs. This is a good lineup in Milwaukee. Even if Lorenzo Cain's not going to play, it's still a good lineup. You mentioned Yelich is back. There's, there's some guys in here that can really like, I imagine Scherzer's line's probably going to be seven innings, seven seven to eight k and he still gives up one or two home runs and and that's fine but i mean if he gives up one or two home runs with guys on base then all of a sudden you know is is he going to get the run support because you're right washington has not been able to give him the run support i don't think randone's going to be back no, or Randone's not back. yeah so, so it, this lineup is, is a lot of strikeouts in this lineup right now yeah uh, i i agree i just worry about the w and i worry about him competing you know just a couple points here and there different to some of the other guys in the slate or cumulatively if you're playing the two if you're playing the single pitcher and fan duel i get it still i mean i do it's it's i don't know it, it's one of these things where it's max scherzer so there's always that respect level as there should be and sometimes you don't want to overthink things mm-hmm. but milwaukee's been one of these ballparks now that just makes you rethink everything because everybody seems to go in there and just exactly the most part yeah. uh vincent velasquez is going to take on miles mikolas tonight uh paul goldschmidt just 4.3 on dk tonight i just want to point that out that is a huge value at first base for him uh going against velasquez who i think is a guy that he can hit um, you know, you still got there's very little discount on the Phillies. I mean, Bryce Harper down to four five, but Hoskins is still at five three, so you're not getting a whole lot of discount there. And you know, this Philly lineup is another one where you're just kind of waiting for it to kind of get going and waiting for Harper to take off and carry them. And it's not surprising that they get out of the gate slow because there's always a lot of pressure on the guys who signed the big contract. Yeah, oh yeah, tons. So yeah, he's been very, very quiet. And yeah, his price was, had dropped on Friday, but it's it's he's not at a discount right now. I mean, if you're gonna wake up, and they've had opportunities to wake up. I mean, over the past week, they've went up against some mediocre pitchers, some contact guys, and and Mikolas has a league high eighty five percent contact rate this year. He's given up eight bombs. He's really struggled. He doesn't strike anybody out. And his fly ball rate is high right now. Last year, he was a ground ball pitcher. He's struggling to keep the ball in the park. So you think if, if this is a day where it's going to happen, I mean, this is it, right? Because right. you're going to be able to make some contact. But again, it's, it's a stack that's just extremely pricey. I wonder, Harper is a guy that I would roll out in tournaments still because I think it's only a matter of time. Goldschmidt on Fandle, 3.6. Oh, my goodness. Matt Carpenter, 3.2. Goldschmidt, 3.6. And uh, Paul... Young 3.7. This is a very cost-effective group tonight against that's, Vince That's the stack right there on FanDuel. It's, it, you mentioned those prices. It's basically a given. And Velasquez, 45% fly ball rate this year, getting hit hard 42% of the time. This is a great spot for the Cardinals. Those prices are unbelievable on FanDuel. All right, Cole Hamels at home going uh, against the Sandy Alcantara-led Miami Marlins. Hamels is basically 9K across the board here, both platforms. And look, Chris Bryant waking up. That's great. Rizzo, you're going to have to pay a lot for tonight. Uh, I actually I actually like Starlin Castro tonight as one of those lineup builder guys. He's just 3K. Uh, second base is a weaker spot. We all know that in terms of offense. We've hit him before. I think this is a guy that I'm going to go back to that well tonight with Castro. He's just 2.5 on the FanDuel side, just 3K on DraftKings. Middle of the order, I, I like Hamels. You know, everybody knows that, but I think you can get a decent amount of return on investment that allows you to do some of the stacks that we're talking about. Now, the question is, Hamels is kind of this mid-tier guy for us tonight because there's guys above him, like the Coles and Scherzers and the Groms, and there's guys below him, like the Gossmans and a couple of the other guys we're going to get to later on that are in that vein. So how do you feel about the guy in the middle, basically, tonight? 
I like Hamels. I, I think he's probably one of the safer pitchers if you're playing cash and, you know, you just like, ah, you know, I can't get this bat in here. I can't get this. Maybe you want to drop down just to that second tier in terms of pitchers. I think he can do it with Hamels, especially in cash. I think you can roll him out as your as your one pitcher in fan, on Fandle as well. I mean, I don't feel as strong about it as your one pitcher on Fandle because I don't think he has the same type of strikeout ceiling. But this is just such a good spot, right? I mean, Alcantara struggles with the walks. He doesn't strike anybody out. He's going to get the run support. Miami's projected 2.6 runs tonight. That's basically the lowest total I've seen all year, and I'm, I'm siding with Vegas on that one. All right, Garrett Cole has got double-digit strikeouts in three of his last four. He's 11.5 tonight on the DraftKings side. He's got a great matchup against Junis and the Kansas City Royals. It's, it's tough. You know, he's going to be super chalky tonight, but – I mean, I understand it. 10.7 on the FanDuel side. Uh, if you're just playing cash game tonight, it's hard not to like Garrett Cole because I think in terms of matchup, in terms of return on investment, in terms of even though you got to pay for it, I think you're paying for the best possible outlook because okay? I think he's going to have as many strikeouts as some of the other guys on this list, like the Scherzers and DeGrom potentially, but I think just the best path to the win by far. Absolutely, 100%. I 100% agree with you. Out of the top tiers, that's why I side too. Like Cole, DeGrom, Scherzer. Scherzer's got that tough matchup. We'll get to DeGrom, but obviously he's going up against a tough pitcher. And then Garrett Cole is going up against Junis. So, I mean, it's it's a, it's almost seems like a lock for a win and double-digit strikeouts. It's, it's the safest play on the board. Yeah, it is. And and if you want to get involved a little bit with the lineup too, it's going to be tougher. Some of the guys we mentioned, like Castro, <laughs> those guys are going to help if you want to, you know, dance with some of the Houston Astros tonight who are red hot. You know, this offense, I, I feel like there's going to be a point in time where the Astros, and I think it might have even been this weekend, where they just hit a stride and then they just blow away the pack because the American League is not very good right now. Let's no, it's not. There's it's a not. lot of question marks with a lot of teams. You're right. Pitching nobody staff. can match what they have offensively, I think, nobody. when they're on, and nobody can match the one-two punch. Look, and McHugh's pitched really well, too, of Cole and Verlander. That is something that I think is very difficult to compete with. Bullpen has been great, too. And the but, bullpen's been great, too. Yeah. Josh James, I think, is going to need another guy, too, in the second half that has a big second half and, yeah. and shows up. That's another guy with an electric arm, so keep an eye out for him. All right, Kevin Gossman. It's redemption time, Chris. <laughs> it's redemption time, and I'm go, all about it. You're going to it? I'm, oh, I want all of it against Walker Bueller. Yeah, I do, especially because Bellinger has been banged up a little bit. You know, got to slow down eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, could, we could assume it's, it's going to happen. It's a, it's a, look, if you're asking me for a 1000 buck difference, I'd rather have Gossman in this game. I just would. Oh, as opposed to Bueller? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I understand that. Close. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand – how they can do that really <laughs> I guess don't it's, get it. it's name value that's all it is it's the well, fact it's, that he's a dodger and stuff, yeah that, that always that I mean, obviously has something to do with the the home factor yeah i mean walker Bueller hasn't been good this year i mean his one i guess his last start was fine it was decent but it came against the giants so like how much stock can we take into that right he only went five and a third he gave up three earned runs he, he's still walking guys he's got nine walks uh, so far in 29 innings and only 24 strikeouts and we, how many times have we said this before about the Braves? They take their they take their pitches. They're not afraid to take their walks. They do not strike out, and they make a lot of contact. Donaldson rested yesterday. He had a good game over the weekend. Acuna rested yesterday. He's going to get back into the lineup. A lot of these guys, one through five, you include Marquecas, 
these guys get on base and they make things happen. So I, I, I agree. If I'm choosing between one of the two, I'm going to take the $1,000 savings and I'm going to go with Kevin Gossman. The fact that he only tossed one inning last week before he was tossed. He'll be fine. Yeah, try not to get thrown out, will you, this time? Yeah. Don't throw behind anybody. <sighs> All right. Jacob DeGrom, 11.1 on the FanDuel side and against Chris Paddock, 9.2 on the FanDuel side. The DraftKings pricing, obviously, uh, actually the same, basically, for uh, Paddock. It's 9.2 there for him. DeGrom's just 10.2 on the DraftKings side. And the Mets lineup is just completely scuffling right now. They look terrible. They can't put together two sticks, rub them together, and get a run. And that's why, if you're looking contrary, and I think Paddock's the way to go tonight. I really do. Machado's shown a little bit of life. Fran Mill's been very good. I know DeGrom is brilliant. However, you know, you got that road trip thing. You got to go from Milwaukee. Now you got to go to, to San Diego. I just, I don't know, man. I think Paddock is the contrary. If Gossman and Paddock tonight are the way, if you want to just kind of give your middle finger to all the top tier starters on this <laughs> list and say, screw it. And then you go after all those Boston bats and you go after those Cardinal bats and you just say, hey, let's go. Let's roll with this. Because you can basically get it done that way. I thought you would just avoid this pitching matchup altogether nope, with, with the nope, two studs. Nope. I'm trolling the Mets because I watched them on the weekend and I just I see a lineup that just cannot produce runs. And this is they're back to that same thing. You know, they start off good, but they cannot produce runs. They just again they're just sitting back waiting for somebody to hit a home run. Ahmed Rosario is a trash. He's just trash. He's been trash as he came up. He is a terrible You were never a fan of his. I well, I kept seeing the same thing every yeah. year. He's like he does not hit good pitching. He barely hits bad pitching. And he's a terrible shortstop on top of that. And it's one thing, like, if you play Omar Vizquel kind of defense, <laughs> then I can live with whatever bat you give me. But you're not. He's not, he's not that guy, okay? No. <laughs> he's awkward. He makes, and it's not even that he makes errors so much as he makes bad plays or misses plays that he should make. And you can't even score him like an error. That's how frustrating they are. And I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, Conforto's been absolutely dormant. As great as Alonzo's been in the first month, and everybody knows I love McNeil. No, I'm, I'll take Pat. – Paddock showed me a lot last week, Chris. Yeah, against a really good team against in the Braves. That Atlanta team in yes. Atlanta against a team that walks a ton, and he went out there and he stuck it to him. I don't know, man. This is a team that does not have nearly the patience of Atlanta, and I think Paddock can actually get the upset here. I really do. And, and for Paddock, I mean, he's starting to go a little bit deeper. He's yet to get 90. I think he had 89 pitches, but six innings, seven innings, six innings, his last three outings. This will be his seventh start. He's yet to allow more than four hits – in a start, which is unbelievable. He's allowed one or zero runs in four of his six outings. So he's at home. This is a good spot for him. This this over-under total is at six and a half. Would you go under that? Because I feel like this is 100%. low score. This is your under of the night. Over it. You're lucky if any of the, if either of these guys gets a run out of this. Yeah, don't <laughs> like, be afraid the fact that it's 6.5 This is and not for the drops. faint heart. Like I, I right. this is not for the single entry people. This is for the people who, you know, multiple entries taking a shot somewhere. I think this is a shot worth taking in a multi-entry tournament with Chris Paddock tonight against Degrom. I just do. I get behind you because everybody's gonna love Degrom against the Padres, and he's probably gonna have a big strikeout total. And I get it, but I think Paddock at the end of the day is gonna get the W, and I think it evens out, and you're gonna save a thousand dollars. Yeah, I think that's, that's a pretty good call. That's that's two giant bats you can add into that lineup tonight, and I. And, that, and that, this is a real delicate slate in terms of balance. Finding the balance between the pitchers. Because if you're telling me pitching tonight, cash game, it's cold, and then I just walk away. I just drop the microphone, I walk away, I don't care. Everyone can say whatever they want. As long as I have Garrett Cole my lineup, I think everything will be fine. It's the two-pitcher site where I think you got to really try to figure things out a little bit. And I think that bears witness. Anything else on the betting side that you want to point out for everybody today? 
Um, yeah, you know, on the betting side, I suppose, again, I'm going to continue to hammer the Red Sox. I think that they're finding a groove right now into Baltimore. I'm going to take them by two. Um, I'm going to take, I think I'm going to side with Milwaukee here against Scherzer. I know that might be crazy to say, but I, I feel like Washington's offense is just not good enough. I like the over in St. Louis and Philadelphia over eight and a half. I like that under in the Mets in San Diego. We're talking about six and a half. Oh, so much that under. Yeah. And then I'm going to just, the team, the team implied totals, you're not going to get any value by picking Houston at minus 278 tonight, but you can pick them to get five runs. There's better value there. I think that's a, it's a for sure. They're going to flirt with five runs. And then the same thing with the Cubs. I think that they can get to that five run total because those are two heavy, heavy home favorites. You're just not going to get any value betting them straight up on the money line. All right. Now the Lions are app in terms of stacks. They like the Cubs tonight, Bryant Rizzo Baez, and and that's certainly a good one too. You're going to spend and uh, Wilson Contreras, you're going to spend 20, uh, point five on the FanDuel side with all of them. So that's one of the stacks that they like tonight. Obviously, that, that'll trail over as well onto the other side. Uh, in terms of their favorite return on investment pitchers on the FanDuel side, it's DeGrom and Snell leading the pack with Garrett Cole as a three. I get this. I, I mean, statistically, it absolutely makes sense and all that. I just – that Met lineup right now, I don't trust it. I don't trust it being able to do anything. It's, I feel like we're back to last year's DeGrom where he just looks brilliant and he gets a loss. Mm. And it's and it's just incredibly frustrating to watch, but to invest in it too, it's very difficult. Now, look, you're still going to get your points. You know, it's 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 not a problem from that standpoint. But you know, looking you at want the stacks, that W, you want that W, yeah, Joe. When you're do. looking at these top pitchers, you have to split hairs that way. You have to try to project the win because that could be the difference in you cashing and you winning. Uh, just that win alone is is the difference. And I agree, has the run support's not going to be there. And the DraftKings side, too, the uh, Lion Star app loves the stack of Boston tonight, as we talked about. Benintendi, Bogarts, J.D. Martinez, Devers is what they have, which is actually leaving Mookie out of it. I want to put Mookie in because I'm going to go all the Mookie in the world tonight. In fact, I'm even going to call my shot with Mookie. Mookie's my guy tonight. Go, Mook. You're my dude. You're my boy, Mook. He's going yard tonight. Who are you calling your shot with, Meanie? Uh, this one is pretty chalky, but I got to continue with Alex Bregman. He's just feeling it right now. I, you could honestly pick Springer, Altuve, Bregman, Brantley, Career. You can go with any five right. of those guys against Jake Junis. He's allowed the second home runs in baseball since the start of last season. And you know who else? You mentioned St. Louis and, and just the cheap return and the value that they yeah. have on FanDuel. And Line started loving Matt Carpenter as well. 3-2 on FanDuel atop the order. He's, he's projecting as one of their better value bats. And I have to agree. I think the Cardinals are going to have their way with Velasquez tonight. All right. So we talked about Felix Hernandez being a, an intriguing lower-tiered pitching option tonight in tournaments. We talked about that Boston lineup going all out. We're telling you don't go with Josh Smith in your lineup. It's kind of wacky. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I I guess if you're somebody who really got a lot of money to push in, you want to have a Josh Smith lineup just to see what you can do, go for it. That's fine. <laughs> you know, Be real you creative to, with Josh Smith tonight. Real creative there with him. It. Maybe it's him and Garrett Cole, and you hope that Garrett Cole is good enough to carry <laughs> Smith. I don't know. Uh, but some of the other guys we talked about, too, a couple of the guys, uh, Polanco, uh, Marwin Gonzalez, even Eddie Rosario in that game against Stroman. On the other side, we like Vlad starting to heat up a little bit. Uh, we also – are, we're fading Scherzer a little bit on this particular slate because Garrett Cole's just got such a great matchup there. Uh, Cole Hamill's certainly in play, too, very safe. So are some of those Cubs bats. We like them as well. I'm going contrarian against Gossman. I'm going contrarian against Paddock. I love those two guys. 
I think that's the kind of lineup that could win a tournament and take it down if those two guys go off tonight. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I mean, don't completely avoid Atlanta bats. I mean, just because they're, you know, uh, you know, in the four threes, four fives on DK up against Walker Bueller. I mean, I, I, that 3.6 team applied total. I think it's low. I think that they, they can go up against any pitcher in my opinion and have success. Yeah, and look, keep an eye on Acuna's health, too. He's been yeah. uh, getting the extra rest, so hopefully he's back in that lineup. So watch that closely. And, of course, make sure you're digging into the Line Star app and getting all that information as well. So you can add that along with the podcast and subscribe to us over here on the podcast as well and give us a nice five-star rating because, well, we appreciate it. Yes, we really we do. Have. So you can follow us on the Twitter machine at JoePizzaPia17, at Chris Meany, and, of course, at Line Star app and Line Star MLB. That'll do it for me and Meanie today. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step out of the on-deck circle and into the batter's box and go yard. We'll see you tomorrow, kids. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meanie.